Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Hello, and welcome to Champions of Psychology, a show with the goal of openly talking about mental health and gaming, presented by Codename Entertainment and TakeThis.org. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, Mitra Jordan and Rafael Bucamazzo, a.k.a. Dr. B, talk about mental health in these unprecedented times, as well as how gaming affects us. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. And our topic today is vacations and why they are important, that I didn't put that whole thing into the title of the overlay because it was really long but vacations uh but before we get to that who are you for the fine folks who may not know well i'm Mitra jordan i'm a registered clinical counselor in victoria bc uh i do psychotherapy and counseling work with couples families kids individuals um, people. I, people humans <laughs> although you know i'm pretty versed in cats but that hasn't really come up it's not a thing um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, I work in Victoria. I see clients, uh, usually virtually these days, and we often talk about games and gaming, um, and strategies to gamify your life and your work and your goals and keep those big bosses. So that's me. Boy, I could really go on today. Please, Raphael, <laughs> save me, Dr. B, save me. <laughs> Dr. B, I'm Clyde Skipwinkle, Esquire. Oh yeah, sorry, right. <laughs> Where did Dr. Raphael Bocamazzo with long Italian name reasons know. go this week? <laughs> this, is, this is how punchy I'm getting at the end of the year. That uh, I don't even know where the name Clyde Skipwinkle came from, but it. here we it are. Matches your I, I, I also, Do we need a holiday? What's going on, people? I really enjoy the fact. By the way, I like that we're starting this one off with laughs after last week's. But oh, I really yeah. like that she said Raphael Bocamazzo with a, a long Italian name reasons. Not yeah. even, <laughs> You just, no, you <laughs> just, you're just like, but Raphael has uh, has long Italian name reasons. <laughs> I, I do. I have long Italian name reasons for so much in my life. But hi, everybody. I'm Dr. B, or Raphael Bocamazzo. Um, I'm a clinical psychologist in Washington State, and I'm the clinical director at Take This. Um, if you're not following TakeThis.org, go check us out. We offer all sorts of free resources, education, on mental health matters. And I'm also an expert on the applied use of games in clinical and learning settings. And God, I need a vacation because it has been, I, I am so punchy today. And wow, I, I, I need a break. How about y'all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You keep breaking into song. I keep losing my train of thought. You know, this is going to be an interesting one, folks. That's all I can it, say. <laughs> it really is. The pre-production meeting was basically a musical episode yesterday It and this morning as it, it's been ridiculous. Um, <laughs> God, we all need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah. well, that and that's what we're here to talk about today. Uh, is and we're saying vacation, and like it's it's. I think it, uh, the longer way that we want to say it is like it, taking time away from work. God, yes, is is because we understand that the word vacation has a lot of things associated with it, and a lot of things that people are like I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I can't take a vacation. Vacations are a luxury. Uh, in the way that most people think of them, but we're mainly making meaning getting away yeah. <laughs> from from what you're doing day in and day out. Absolutely, absolutely, it does. Um, what I if y'all haven't seen the college humor video about your friend who travels, it's worth a worth a watch because a lot of people associate vacation with you have to go travel the world, and that is absolute bunk. <laughs> That Especially is, there's so many layers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't, why don't we start with, uh, you know, w what we usually do, uh, which is like defining what we're exactly talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can do that. Mitri, you want to, you want to take this one? Sure. We started. And so what we mean, as we said, is a change to your daily routines um, with as many uh, I guess, breaks for your brain as you can possibly have. Um, so being able to take a break from your daily routines means either doing something more restful, if that's possible, even if it's for half a day or a day, planning if you have a weekend off to just have a day where you don't do anything um, that's related to chores or work. Um, so just being able to take some time away mm -hmm. now if obviously if you're able to over the winter break take a little more time go easy on yourself and make your winter break as um less sort of um less to do with obligation and commitment if you mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. um so we're talking about taking space for you really that's what it comes down to and and we've talked about that we've talked about this in the past that I, I think all three of us share a hatred of the the commodification and the the sort of entrepreneurial takeover of the term self care yeah. that mm -hmm. very often we conflate the term luxury with the term self care and very I, I think a lot of people very frequently conflate the idea of you know, going on a trip and it has to be this grand thing. Yeah. As the concept of a vacation, when really what we're talking about at, at, for the purposes of this show is anything that is deliberate and restorative for you. And that is a highly personalized thing that we are going to talk about at length. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that you hop up a flight to Fiji. It doesn't have to be mm -hmm. that you take a cruise. In fact, you're probably going to hear about why I am the wrong person to take on a cruise <laughs> in hilarious detail. Um, but it, it, yeah, so it's the idea that you're taking deliberate time to do restorative things for you. Simple as that, but also as complicated as that. So, yeah. <laughs> because I think the problem with restorative times for you in terms of what's in our head. Um, okay, we'll talk about me. What's in my head? 
So I might have an idea that I have like an afternoon where I don't have commitments, clients, anything particular. Um, and then I'll walk out, you know, out of this office and into my house, which is where I am a lot of the time. <clears throat> and then I'll see that there's laundry or there's, um, you know, the phone rings or something will happen and I'm derailed. And so when we say deliberate, you know, there's that element of needing to protect that time for yourself because it's so easy to get derailed and, you know, suddenly there's a bunch of duties and chores that you're like, oh, well, you know, I started doing X. I might as well do Y as well. Um, I might as well just take on these things because, you know, then they'll be done. Um, there's, in my opinion, never really an end to things that need to be done. You know, there's always going to be something in all of our lives or for someone else in our lives. There might be something. And so there has to be some way to really protect that time and stay on course in terms of using it for a restorative purpose. Well, and it one of the other things we I mean, we have to acknowledge is that we we have we exist in a system that for so many people, first of all, the idea, especially in North America and the US in particular, that doing nothing is a waste of time. That your worth is is so linked to productivity, that it's not even funny. And I I want to I, I want to throw this out there to everybody that, one, your worth is not tied to your productivity, okay? Mm-hmm. But additionally, doing nothing is doing something. Um, and a, a metaphor I like to I like to borrow from was uh, was something I read in Bruce Lee's writings or writings about Bruce Lee because he was tremendously philosophical. And one of his students asked him, could we have a phone meeting on a certain day? And he said, no, that's my day for doing nothing. And this, this student was like a Hollywood producer or something. And this didn't grok with his brain, the idea of not being productive. And he pushed back on this, the, the, well, it's just a phone meeting. No, that's my day for doing nothing. Okay. But what if we just talk for five minutes? No, that's my day for doing nothing. And he eventually had to explain that doing nothing is not a waste of time because it's like a pause in music and it doesn't take away from from the music itself it adds to the completeness of it and this is this is how i'd like everybody to think about this it doesn't have again it vacation doesn't have to be a grandiose week-long thing it it's just a pause it's a deliberate pause to add to yourself to be restorative mm-hmm. now that i've had that soapbox And to add to that, the reason we're being clear about this, about doing nothing, is that um, in our experience of holidays or people taking time away and trips, is it's not that those can't be restorative, but those can actually be quite, um, those can be felt as a, or experienced as a lot of pressure to not waste this time. <clears throat> oh God, yeah. yes. And and I Ugh. think that's the problem in that sense is we we want to get away from that feeling of pressure. Um, so when my mm-hmm. kids were little, we used to go up island uh, about an hour and a half away from where we live, 
to an area that was like <clears throat> a very casual sort of family resort situation. It was right on the ocean. We were lucky enough to be able to do this. Um, and it was kind of a very bounded experience in the sense that we'd get there, I'd go to do a grocery shop and get our vacation foods. It was right on a beach that the tide was out for much of the day, so it was mostly sand, dry and wet, and the kids could just really play by the on the sand, and I could be a little bit further away with a cup of tea, just kind of taking my time. And it was bounded because there were mostly it was being there and doing nothing. So in that sense, it was restorative. It had a lot of self-care features. It wasn't about going somewhere and now I've got to do the horseback riding thing or go to the museums or do, like it wasn't filled with all of those, we're here, we better kind of see and do everything. And so a big piece of this is getting away from that feeling of I have to do everything. And I think I think Dr. B has a lot to say. <laughs> oh God, do I ever. <laughs> yeah. Do I? Well, and this is part of the reason that we 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 talk about this as what's restorative for you because this is so highly personalized. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the very first time I ever went on a vacation with my ex-wife, um, my now ex-wife, uh, we went to San Francisco. I had never been to San Francisco. I was still in grad school at the time. I didn't have any money. My travel, I didn't travel because, you know, traveling is expensive. And I didn't grow up in a family that often had the means to do that. And um, so she she had way more money than I did uh, at the time and still probably still does. Uh, and she took me to San Francisco as a birthday present. And I was like, what is this? This is a five-star hotel. I need to kick myself out because I don't belong here. Uh, and we were exploring. She had a scroll of single-spaced notes of all the things we were going to do in San Francisco with our this time. This is the to... scroll of vacation. This was the <laughs> plus five scroll of vacationing. <laughs> and at 545 local time, we will be having fun for three minutes eating a chocolate at this location that we will walk to. It was like her version of vacationing was overwhelming to me. Hmm. And it was so overwhelming to me. And it was interesting that when we were just walking through a neighborhood, wandering against her, admits some protestations from her because we were, you know, wasting time. I saw a sign. This was in the Italian neighborhood of San Francisco. And it, 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 it was for cannoli. And I just had this inspiration. I'm going to find the best cannoli while we are here. She got out her phone and a guidebook and I, practically slapped the guidebook out of her hand just saying no we shall not look at that we shall find it and she said but what if we eat bad cannoli and i said you're missing the point here this is this is the process this is the journey this is the story and that concept was anathema to her that it took us like a day and a half to resolve what was going on there like we would have one packed day of agenda and it deserved the capital a um and one day of wandering, because that's what was restorative for me, doing nothing. With my autism brain, being able to shut my brain down and not think, that's vacation to me in whatever form it comes. 
I, I would like to know what her feelings were when her significant other knocked a book out of her hand and suddenly started talking like the dungeon master. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I didn't actually knock. Him. I that would have been. I would feel awful Jeez, if I dude. ever did that. You don't use. You, you don't. <laughs> don't use violence like that, especially against people you like. <laughs> but no, that that uh that makes a lot of sense. Like that may have been restorative for her. But that wasn't for you. No. And like that, that is a big thing. Like you, despite how much you have in common with your significant other, you both might have completely different ways of feeling restored. And that's something to really think about when planning a, not even a vacation, just time off together. Uh Huh? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I saw a question uh, pop up about ADHD with this, and we, we will get to that later because I have opinions. Uh, <laughs> so many yeah. opinions. But I may forget uh, them by the time we get there. But such is life. True. Keep going. So that's luckily, why we wrote luckily, Jane down. Mars wrote it down. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jane Mars true. wrote it down. So we're, so we're good. Um, but uh, I, I also do want to point out, though, that when... Um, when uh, Doctor B was talking about, it, it was like you know, time do nothing, time take time to do nothing. I was sitting here nodding along. This was a fake nod because I hear it, but I don't understand okay. it. No, I had to. No, I had to learn to do that. And there's a, I have a process actually because I am so we get, I got, I get so ingrained in doing things, doing all the things that it takes me two days to let go of that mindset. Like the first day, I have to have a vacation of no less than three days because day one, anxious wandering. Oh yeah. Day day, I'm I'm wandering around the house just like stroking my palms because it's my stim and I'm distressed and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm practically doing one legged circles in my kitchen, just going, what can I do here? Do what can I do here? And then by the end of day one, I'm starting to relax a little bit. Day two, I'm a little anxious, but I like sink into my couch and play Animal Crossing. And then by day three, I can actually embrace the nothing. <laughs> three embrace day process. The nothing. Yeah. Can we get a shirt with that? Can we get a shirt that says "Embrace the nothing"? I really like that. Um, but Mitra, you 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 had some some thoughts on uh, on on this type of style for vacation. Yeah. So for me, I also live in a household with other people, um, and I also am often responsible for running various aspects of the household. Like you know, if I don't get the eggs probably no one's going to get the eggs unless i direct them to do it if you will um or whatever it is we need you know i get the we're out of this with the assumption that i'll go take care of it right so for me it it comes down to planning certain things and setting expectations with other people so that i actually have some space which looks like get all the things that i think we could otherwise run out of and let people know that if we run out of anything else, it's their job, not mine, to take care of it. Um, and let them know I'm not going to be doing anything. Like, you, you know, you can ask if you want, but I'm going to go do my own thing. Now I'm creating space. It's actually easiest if I have a thing I want to do or if I'm out of the house, to be honest. But my other way of doing it is to stay in bed for the day. You know, if I'm in my pajamas, good luck getting me to go do anything. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, if they see uh, I'm not super available, then, then that works. But if I'm downstairs and in the living room and kind of just sitting there, then clearly I'm available, right? So I have to find mm. places to be or I have to have a plan. 
<clears throat> and that plan might be going away um, just, you know, on a drive with a friend or for a cup of tea or just out sometimes, uh, or be really clear that I'm home, but I'm going to be doing a thing. Um, and that thing might be no thing, but, you know, it's a thing that doesn't include me doing things for or with anyone else. Um, I will say that my husband and I do actually vacation very well, fortunately. We're the sort of people who, if we are doing a thing that leads us to go away, we'll plan one night of where we're going to go or be. And then we're usually pretty spontaneous about the rest of it because that's less stressful. And sometimes when people hear this, they're like, oh, my God, I couldn't do that. I need every day organized and planned, which, you know, sounds exhausting to me because I have a life where days really require a lot. So this is also thinking about what your life involves and therefore what would be useful for you. For me, mm -hmm. it's restorative to not have a plan. Yeah. For some people, it's restorative maybe to have one. So they don't have to give it much thought every day. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm in that second boat or the first boat. I don't want to plan. Yeah. No. Yeah. My life has usually has me scheduled quite a bit of the time. So not being scheduled is part of what's restorative. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that that's actually, I think, uh, a, actually a pretty good segue because I think we want to talk about what is restorative for us. Yeah. Dr. B, why, why, why don't you start that? What's restorative for you? It depends. I mean, it really depends. Uh, but ultimately turning my brain off because there's uh, and not being beholden to other people because that's so much of my life. Like Mitra said, I'm scheduled. I have very busy schedule. I have very, uh, very things, many people um, that like to the point that I think I'm doing five panels this weekend at PAX Unplugged and people are like, oh my God, five panels. I'm like, nah, <laughs> five's fine. <laughs> Once you get into the double digits, <laughs> then let's talk about where it's bad in one day in one weekend okay there <laughs> there there it once you get up there then i'm getting really stressed because this is just the way my life is mm -hmm. and the idea of not being beholden to people to doing what i want and only what i want sometimes that's doing nothing and quote unquote wasting the day mm -hmm. sometimes that is, uh, it is me doing empowering things. Like over over Thanksgiving weekend, I rearranged my whole house and made it more the way I wanted it to be as a source of comfort. But ultimately, taking the pressures off of me and just letting me do what I want with and people staying away from me because I've said this before, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Being autistic for me being around any other person, there's an element of me having to give or act in a way that's expected. And that's not against anybody else. It's just the world we live in and the expectations that people have. So yeah, just being about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can really relate to that in terms of expectations and a sense of responsibility to the people in my life. Um, and I know that when I'm getting really tired and overloaded, I'm experiencing the people in my life as a set of requests and expectations and demands, and I'm not seeing them as a source of, uh, I guess, comfort, connection. And so 
that's a real sign for me, actually, that I need to take time away. And so another piece of this is really knowing what the signs are for you, you know, that your nerves are getting shredded, that you're tired, that you actually really need a break. Um, because that's also what's going to sustain your life. This restorative piece isn't kind of um, something fancy. It's something that everyone needs to do. We all need to fill our cup. Otherwise, we aren't available to ourselves and to anyone else. And we are. Um, it, sometimes we think about how important it is to be available for others, but we are our we are others too, in the sense that I remember. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, you know, um, there was there's a supervisor who was training me at one point, and she said, remember, self is always listening. So if you say to someone else, oh, cut yourself some slack, you should give yourself a break, you know, maybe you need a little time off, you know, is there any way, you know, that we can kind of make that happen? You're listening too. There's a piece of you that is listening to what you share with others. So if you're kind and compassionate with your friends and you're not with yourself, there's ways in which you're letting yourself down there. Because it's like, because we know that there's that disconnect sometimes between what I'm saying, how kind I say, you know, you should be good to yourself and you should be compassionate, you know, and I say should here, but you know what I mean. I really mean like, it's helpful to be, be gentle with yourself. And then if I'm harsh with myself, it's like I'm letting myself down. There's a, there's a bit of mistrust going on. Anyway, that I, I've to... got to, I've got to ponder what you just said. Self is always <laughs> listening. You're, you're, you're the wizard pondering orb man meme now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, it, it is funny because you made me think with the like, you know, li listening is yourself. Like there's so many times I told her like, you need to take a break from from work and stuff like that. And my wife will look at me and I'm like, Do, are, are you impersonating the definition of irony right now? <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, it, it, definitely I'll listen to that sort of stuff. Um, the, the, for 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 my for my restorative thing, like I, I I put down in the notes decompression time, and what I kind of mean by that is um kind of the highlight reel of decompression time because with the with ADHD like if I, if I sit there like let's say I'm like I'm gonna take the whole day and just play Skyrim I'm gonna get two hours into that and just be like I need to be doing other things I need to I, my brain is moving too fast I can't focus on this anymore and then I just go and then I get stuck and I don't play Skyrim anymore and then it's just downhill from there I have started doing a highlight day of decompression time where essentially uh, I get in my head, I'm like, okay, what's some what's some things that I would do after work that I can fill a day with? It's like, okay, uh, I'm going to play Destiny for a little bit. Uh, then I'm going to uh, work on some of the Gundams that I'm uh, building. Then I'm going to watch Twin Peaks while I'm playing Pokemon. Oh, I love this. Uh, yeah. and, and and essentially just build out this, this highlight reel of what I would do sometimes after work to decompress and fill a day with it. Great. And and then it's it's just kind of a it's just a nice little day. Oh my god! I want I, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Doctor B, do you want do you want to build Gundams with me? <laughs> I do. Let's 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 I gotta finish this tall geese backpack. Uh, I still gotta finish the guns on the Zaku. Uh. <laughs> I uh, let's let's do this in tandem. I'll paint minis. You build Gundam. 
Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I got minis I got paint too. They're right here. There's a whole drawer of them. Good night, everybody. <laughs> this is uh... <laughs> I'll put together my Lego bonsai tree that I've been needing to put yes. together for ages. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> Reefer 01 singing, do you want to build a Gundam? <laughs> so good. <laughs> but yeah, that that's, that's, and, and like, I say that and it sounds really cool and everything like that. It doesn't always go according to plan or whatnot. Like, stuff happens and whatnot but like there's been a few times i'm just like that was a that was a, a fun day just did a bunch of random little crap yeah i i mean i think the highlight of my last vacation was me crashing on my yogi bo bean bag busting out my switch and not moving from there for about five hours while i played animal crossing and had mash reruns playing in the background oh. That sounds that does sound really great yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. somebody came I... by and checked on me and they were like hey you you good where you are and i was like yeah cool <laughs> um so what, what, what oh actually i just looked at the time we're, we're having a good conversation here i wasn't even noticing the time we gotta take a quick break Perfect. for our disclaimer for our viewers and listeners uh and then when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more about this and then check in with uh viewers remember you can drop your questions into chat and our amazing mods uh mars and jay will grab them put them in a doc that i can possibly read later if i have enough time but we'll just put them in there uh, we'll be right back Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Okay, uh, so now we're back. Uh, Misha, you want to do a shout out real quick? Though. I do. I want to shout out my friend Susan, mom of three reds. Um, and she and I got pretty connected over the pandemic at the beginning, and we have been really close ever since. We met in person a couple of times before that. But the big thing is we play Animal Crossing together while we're chatting. So we chat on the phone and we're playing Animal Crossing and we visit each other's islands. And it's just been a lovely, lovely friendship that's extended into chatting at other times, like when cooking or doing other chores. And it just kind of helps us um, not always be kind of focused on being parents or doing chores or any of that stuff, but being mm -hmm. connected and um, sharing this fun hobby together. Sometimes I we'll chat that. while she builds Lego. It's a good time. That's yeah. so good. Susan. <laughs> <Why> not? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the next thing that we wanted to touch on uh, was expectations versus reality because I do I personally feel like this is something mm -hmm. that can massively ruin a vacation <sighs> just dead center in the middle of it. Um, uh, what is like? What do you, where do you want to start with that one? I actually I want to I want to I want to talk about let me Servatrix's question that was just asked right now because I think it ties into this. 
Um, the question, can you also talk about advocacy around ensuring that employers uphold their responsibility to enabling, encouraging people to take, uh, to oh. take vacations? Hey, managers. Hi. Hi. Yeah, how's it going? Um, Read them right there. That's their time off. Okay. Don't do it. If, if your operation can't give people time off, that's a structural problem. Okay. And uh, your your employees, if we want to if we want to approach this from a purely capitalistic sense, uh, your employees will burn out faster, and that's expensive to you. Okay, um, so don't email them while they're taking weekends or vacations for non-emergency matters, because emergencies happen. But if emergencies are happening regularly, that's a structural issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I feel like we do a whole episode ranting about the <laughs> way that employers uh, do that stuff, especially here in the United States. Uh -huh. um, yeah, uh, I, I, I still think one of my favorite uh, images ever, because, you know, there's a lot of those, those text uh, shots that are going around of like employers just being jerks to have, trying to make people come in. And, uh, uh, one of my favorite ones was uh, from a manager that says, uh, we're really short staffed tonight. Three servers called out. And the response was, oh, that really sucks. Good luck, though. <laughs> like appropriate response yeah yeah no that and, and that that was why we wanted to to say that at the beginning like about how this is very we understand this is very much a luxury thing this is not something that everyone gets to just say i'm taking a vacation as much as they should be able to um but th this is just trying to talk about like why taking at least taking time for yourself is in a vacation way like you know the one of the words that got thrown around in chat really was staycation and i've used that many a time love those where yeah. it's just like uh where i i told people i was like yeah i'm going on vacation they're like where are you going i'm just like my couch uh <laughs> and that's about it um that 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 doing that at the the very least is is going to be good for you because I mean, Dr. B, you were talking about yesterday where people were like, oh, you have to travel. Like, you, you got you got to go oh. here and you you got to see this place and tell them I sent you. And I'm just like, and like, I, I, I loved I loved your thing. It was just like, OK, well, I have two days off um, <laughs> and it will take me 12 hours to get there. Uh, <laughs> I can spend a total of five minutes in that place, then get back on a plane and be at work on Monday morning. Well, and this is I mean, this is where we get back into the expectations for versus reality thing, like for so many people and. I, the expectation, uh, you know, vacations with a capital V, I'm going someplace, I'm spending money to be there. They're, they're a rarity and they are yeah. a luxury. And yes. suddenly we have all this pressure, not from, not just from other people, but from ourselves to vacation yep. properly. And that is where expectations come in. Yeah. And the other piece is if you go somewhere with, you know, family or a partner or a couple of friends and you know, we all have ideas about what it is we want to see and do there. And it can be very difficult if those don't line up. So, you know, either the pressure is how much time, the pressure may also, of course, be how much money. Um, and those limiting factors can create a lot of unhappiness around, I'm here in this special place if I've been able to go anywhere, and I only have so much time and I wanted to do and see this thing with you but you want to do and see this other thing and yeah so that's stressful and that can even be stressful when you haven't gone away very far you know um, 
maybe you're just away for a weekend with a partner. They're like, there's these eight activities. And you're like, I just need to lie here. So yeah. talking about these things ahead of time, just as if you're doing a staycation, talking about it ahead of time. Yeah, I know I'm here, but I'm not actually available at this point. How do we get, how do we respect those boundaries that we set? Yep. That's really important. And first you have to set them. Don't expect other people to understand without you sharing what you need. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <sighs> Setting those expectations is important. And this also gets back into uh, Lemia Servatrix's question that if if other people have different expectations for you and your vacation and you can't basically do what you need to do. Because remember, we're, we're using vacation in the term um, to, broadly to mean something restorative. It doesn't mean you have to go anywhere. It just means something that is going to be emotionally and cognitive cognitively restorative to you mm -hmm. um and like for me um with these expectations the again i'm picking on my ex-wife a lot today um <laughs> we we had we had some very different expectations of some things and vacations were just of a, a, a good example of this because her parents at one point took us on a cruise it was the one cruise I've ever been on. Um, I probably will not repeat the experience. Um, but because it was her parents taking me on, taking us both on this, there was this, for me, what I would have loved to have done was sat in the library, would just sit in the library and drink macchiato all day while reading and or playing video games. Mm -hmm. But there was a pressure coming from her to show her parents appreciation for what they did by going to do all the things that we had planned and for me again i'm autistic i i, I don't like hot weather i don't <laughs> like direct sunlight i don't yep. like gritty textures and sandies you know sand and so we were in the Just caribbean um in hot weather and sand and direct sunlight and when i would have really liked to have been in the shade in the library drinking macchiatos mm -hmm. um and it became this pressure for to show my appreciation for vacationing properly yeah mm -hmm. and i i I've, i feel like this is uh the the, the expectations with what you're going to be doing I feel like it was uh very well illustrated in the documentary national lampoon's vacation um <laughs> and you know it's a joke and it's a comedy movie but like legitimately the whole reason the dad snaps in that movie is because he had set expectations in his head of how that trip was uh -huh. going to go and literally ruined the whole thing for everyone because yeah. of his expectations. Yeah. And it's a comedy movie. I get that. He, <laughs> like John Candy, we're going to go on a ride and I'm going to point a gun at you. But like, <laughs> like, that's not real. But the fact that this man several times throughout those movies went somewhere with expectations, ruined the whole trip for everyone because of those. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a tough thing. Yeah. And, and, that, and like, I, I definitely think like what you're saying, the communication part of it is really key. Like it, talking about what your idea of a vacation is, is probably going to be most likely very different from anyone else that's on that trip, regardless of your relation to them. Yep. Um, you say something, Mitra? Oh, I was just thinking about the Louvre. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, the Louvre story. Oh, God. All right. Um, no, wait. No, no. Actually, hold on. You can't actually tell this to people online because then it's going to be mythical. Okay. If it, <laughs> we're just going to refer to this the Louvre story, the story, and we can yeah. never tell anybody what it is. The, it, it, it's just our code word for for bad family times. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. 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 Brings oh, up a lot Louvre. of ah oh, the Louvre. Yeah, it sounds really <laughs> fancy, but it actually was was not. So yeah, but it definitely leads into the whole idea of what expectations other people might have, and you know other people having more power than you in, in that particular instance. As in, if you're a kid on a vacation and you want mm-hmm. to do a thing and your parents are like, no, we're doing this, I get it, but I would encourage parents to think about um, their children's needs while on vacation as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, heck, I, I know I did not, I didn't vacation well as a kid. ADHD kid that uh, loved video games. I did not vacation well as a kid. I didn't well, Boy Scout camp oh, well as a kid. Hold on, <laughs> I, let me, I, wanna, I actually want to challenge you a little bit on that, Trevor. Mm. Did you not vacation well, or were the vacations not built for your needs? No, they, they absolutely were. It was just okay. I'll give you a good example with the ADHD part of it, like really good vacation planned and everything stuff that I did want to do. Uh, the lost in space movie came out uh, dating myself for when that was. Um, and I saw one trailer for it as a uh, under 10 year old kid. And I'm like, this is my jam. This is my everything. I'm hyper focused on this for the next week. And that's all I thought about while being in Flagstaff, Arizona in the snow in like really pretty areas. And that's all I was focused on. And I hundred percent, no, I ruined crap. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's so hard. Yeah, hyper focus yeah. really can interfere. I definitely, um, I've had that that experience both myself and and you know other family members because you know we have a few of us here with ADHD. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Um, we are getting towards the point where, we, uh, where we're going to check in with the, the viewers, but is there any last points that you want to hit about vacations, time off, self-care, and stuff like that before we get to that? Hmm. hmm. Well, what, here's, here's, here's my tip. Uh, what I want to, I want to leave you with the, with something that I've always oh, I like felt that. for helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Anarchy. Okay. Anarchy. <laughs> Vacation Anarchy. <laughs> Love it. That's what's helpful. No, the the idea that that you you do what's actually restorative for you, regardless of other people's expectations, because there is no the only kind of like the way I talk about Dungeons and Dragons, that if you're having fun, you're doing it right. Well, if you're finding vacations restorative, then you're doing it right. If a vacation is not restorative. Uh, something's going amiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, vacation randomness, someone put it in there. I like that. No, I'm, I'm going to go with vacation anarchy. <laughs> Coming to it. theaters this fall. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what, uh, you, you got a tip, Mitra, for the audience? Actually, I have a, a little memory that I think offers a tip. Um, so one time um, when Eric and I were on a little bit of a road trip, we ended up sitting in hotel and this was not so long ago so pandemic times right a lot of the the sort of dining options in the hotel were closed because pandemic times and this was just a little bit up island 
because again, pandemic times, but that was the lovely thing. There was very little pressure. So less pressure is good. And we sat there all evening while they brought us stuff from the bar and drinks and we played board games on an iPad and it was just the best time. We just enjoyed, there was a gorgeous view and we just kind of sat there, ate, drank, played board games, felt no stress whatsoever. Is it something we could maybe have done closer to home? Perhaps it was pretty close to home anyway. But the point is, what's restorative doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. The simpler yeah. often the better. We can just kind of sink into an experience and have fun with the people we care about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 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 advice I think I'm or the the tip that I'm going to give is just taking time, uh, of just like. You, you can have those planned out things and have fun with it and whatnot. But I also recommend planning out some time to just not do anything. And and the board game thing, I really like that. Yeah, board game is something you can do at home. But, like, take it somewhere else and play it somewhere else. And that that is still a completely different experience. Totally. Um, just just take time and, and, and enjoy just existing (laughs) outside of a schedule (laughs) um but let's let's go ahead and check in with the uh the viewers and see what has been going on um i clicked over to the document and in all caps from armad j i just see i'll build gundams with you trevor (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that jay um uh, Reaver01 says, uh, for our host, did you see the, that the U.S. Uh, US Surgeon General released a new advisory today on youth mental health? Uh, I have not read it yet since it's like 57 pages long. I have not read it either. I, I didn't I, even hear about it. I did, in fact, see oh. that it was released. Okay. Okay. That that you you can check that yours less you can check that out at your leisure. <laughs> I will be reading it at some point, but I leave for PAX Unplugged tomorrow, so probably not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rat with wings, fantastic name. Good, good. I can't believe you got that. Well done. Uh, next season's opener, Champion Psychology, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't tempt don't oh tempt God. him. I no, see the look in his eye. Don't tempt him, please. No, I'm gonna have to be dubbed. Oh no! Uh, you can't oh, bow goes. tie me no. down. <laughs> I, I actually did do karaoke a few months ago, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, man, you were really good." I was like, "No, that's premeditated." I chose a Jack Black song. Uh, <laughs> I knew I could sound good there. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was about staycations. We did talk about that. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, this is from Dota 2 underscore Norax. Uh, question. In lots of countries, uh, you have 20 to 30 annual paid days, uh, for you to take as a holiday. Uh, if you work from home, how do you manage such days while being in lockdown? Parentheses, no travels. Uh, you are basically in the same room you are working in. How do you, uh, make that healthy and, uh, let you take a mental break? Um, I don't know what your uh, living space looks like. Um, I know that like this, this is where I work. Like this is not just a streamer place. This is where I work all day. There is a little sliding or accordion door here, and that gets closed when I'm done. 
and I am not in here anymore. I do not look in here. I do not come in here. <laughs> and that is that that is how I personally separate it. Like if you're in someplace where your workspace is in the same place as your living room space or, you know, anywhere else, dividers might be the best thing in my opinion. Like I I know my my wife talks about uh, a, a studio that sh uh, she and uh, her dad and her sister used to live in and they would section off places with thin dividers to give it the look of a room that is separate from everything else. Yeah. Yes, if your place is small, I highly recommend dividers or um, a desk to one side where you work that you don't do other things there or you find a way to change that desk and that set up yeah. in order to make it a different space. This is where I work. It is also where I sew and craft sometimes. Um, this area back here actually houses a sewing machine, for instance. The curtains behind me house some of my hobby stuff um, on one side and also workbooks on the other. It's closed while I stream and it's closed when I'm with clients. I also have a sound maker right outside that just kind of does a fan noise um, when that's running. I know I'm working. So it's kind of, mm. a, yeah. So so that, that kind of helps me recognize this is what's going on right now. With ADHD, you need all the help you can get. That's um, a really good idea. Yeah, and it luckily looks out onto our backyard. So it's kind of nice to be able to just take a minute and look out there. But mm -hmm. yeah, separating those spaces as best as you can really does make a difference to sort of where am I? What am I doing here right now? Yeah. And we did a, we did, I think we did an episode on this on working from home, didn't we? Uh, I think we, we did, talked about it in a couple of the pandemic point. episodes. Like work home separation. We probably mm -hmm. should talk about that at some point because one of the advantages of going to an external place to do work is that you get all of these visual, all of these cues and transitions built in. Um, another uh, Other tips that that I've I've seen from people if you don't have the luxury of having additional space is uh, creating either transition times. One of the things I did during the pandemic at some point was I commuted to uh, away from work. Oh, I love this one. That where mm -hmm. I, I left my office here, walked 10 feet to my car, uh, three meters for those of you who don't use freedom units. Um, <laughs> He's been doing this. You know, Come on over well. here. You all continue. <laughs> I go. I go about ten feet or about three, three and a third meters away from, uh, from where my desk is, and I would sit in my car and listen to the radio for like fifteen minutes because that was my commute. Um, the and uh, another thing I would do is I when I'm at work, I use my boring keyboard. This is not my oh. like fan, my fancy Corsair keyboard. And I will create sometimes uh, a di uh, a different uh, account, my work account yeah. on my computer, where I don't have the tempting games that I want to play, and I will only put on the stuff that I need to do for work. Mm -hmm. um, so just different ways of creating transitions and visual cues um, are the the keyboard one messed me up. That's a really good idea. Yeah, because yeah, I've got my writing keyboard out here. That's a really really good idea. Yeah, it's it's a way I it's a way that I'll I'll create that sort of work home separation if I if I really need to. I mean, thankfully I've worked from home for like six years now, so yeah. I I make sure I have additional space. But 
Um, I actually do want to uh, call it one that uh, that uh, another mod hopped into our mod discussion thread to put in there. Uh, our, uh, Martin jumped in and said, I have my lights different colors when I'm working. Yeah. Which I think is a really, really cool idea, too. Because, yeah, I mean, especially here, I've got, like, streamer lights and whatnot. Like, I mean, even the, it'd actually be kind of fun to make this, like, what color light is this depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I really like that one. Uh, let's see. This is from uh, Friday underscore CWU question. Being in Washington state myself, there is such emphasis on doing nothing and maintaining that uh, as a, co a component of work life balance. What would you recommend to do uh, with for people who have ADHD and other uh, neuro disorders where doing nothing is more stressful than doing all the things? <laughs> well, I mean, I we've been talking about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're at all into crafts and things like that, but I find um, that doing something with my hands that's that's uh, requires some concentration but isn't stressful to do can be really mm -hmm. great. So yeah. I don't know if your thing might be um, painting minis or um, or maybe it could be like uh, if you enjoy cooking or woodworking or something um, that like that that can be really helpful or playing a really um i guess game like animal crossing or something where you know you don't have to really focus terribly much on what you're doing all of the time you know you can kind of do your little routines and also watch something or do something else um for some people there's fiddling with things in their hands um i'm actually good I, I I, I have this thing that I've been fiddling with yeah. hairbands the whole time. So, this is a really good little fidget adult, thing. I have, we have several of those in the house. Those are great. Oh, they're yeah. so good. Yeah, I really like those. Actually, I was trying to see if I had one within reach. But uh, one of my favorites is sort of the color-changing putty stuff you can get. And you can kind of stretch it out and play with it and fiddle with it. Mm -hmm. So that can kind of that can help. Um, listening to a podcast while yeah. going for a walk or something because i i get it i find it hard to sit still sometimes too i so. i i mean this is me uh, i know like people have different things with the ADHD and stuff but like i i do find that i can focus better if i have something else going on while i'm doing something like yeah i one of my my saturday thing recently has been working on this big gundam unit while while having twin peaks on and like I sit there and I'm doing the stuff and then occasionally it's just like, ah, Laura Palmer. Uh, and I pay attention to that for a little bit. And it, and like even when I'm playing video games, like if I'm not online with my friends and chatting, I probably have a podcast on yeah. like playing from my phone mm -hmm. or whatnot while I'm playing. And then I pause during cutscenes uh, and uh, and do stuff like that, because I find that with my ADHD, it helps me focus better if there's something else going on. Definitely. I, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's not so much that you literally have to do nothing, of course. It's more like yeah. doing things of your choosing that aren't necessarily yeah. productive, you know. In, yeah. 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 So. With, with, like, I, I, like, I know when I say <laughs> do nothing, I mean not doing something that can be construed as work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I am not yeah. planning out a podcast. I am not working on social media. I am not uh, editing. I'm not doing any of those things. I'm doing something that is purely for me. <laughs> so, 
but we are getting uh, towards the end here. We and we do got to wrap up because we got Bardic Inspiration uh, right afterwards. Uh, thank you so much uh, for uh, tuning into this, uh, asking your questions and whatnot. We really do appreciate it. Uh, friends, where can people find you on the interwebs if they would like to do so? Well, where it says Mitra Jordan is good, MitraJordan.com as well. Um, I am available and I do respond. Um, and I'm not as consistently and frequently available as Dr. B over here. So infrequently available. I am all hey, I am in all I am in all places at all times. I am the owner of several of the infinity gems. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Now I I am uh, you can find me below on most of the social medias at uh, the Doctor B that's T H E E D O C T O R B as in boy uh, and yeah I'm I'm around I I do all sorts of stuff and but yeah make sure uh, make sure to also follow take this on all the social media at take this org because they're the more important to account to follow. Um, in, in I, I I feel like I feel like you're equally. You should follow both. <laughs> I, I I mean, if you follow me, you're gonna get rants about my random thoughts, occasional puns, dad jokes, and D and D stuff. And um, yeah. I mean, that's why I follow you. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, the From the Same Mister podcast, uh, which the f- season finale is this Friday. Uh, and who knows if we're gonna do more? Actually, we probably might because one of my siblings came up with a really good idea for something uh so you can check that out uh on all uh podcasting platforms uh as well as all my other podcasts which you can find on my twitter account at the trevor there is an a hiding in there uh thank you to jay and mars for moderating the chat today and doing an awesome job and thank you to codename entertainment and take this for giving us an opportunity to have these discussions uh if you miss any part of the show you can listen to it later on your favorite podcast service eventually when I have time to edit it, it will be up, though. It will be there. Trust me. Just not uh, not specifically it, too. Uh, <laughs> if you have any suggestions for future topics that you'd like us to talk about, because we're getting we're getting towards the end of the season. It's, it's happening again. We're, we're Yeah, I know. I know. We got we only got a couple more. So, uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions for topics that you want us here to talk about, send those into champions of psychology at codenameentertainment.com. Or if that's too long, just tweet them at us. Tweet uh, Yeah. Uh, if you're live uh, in the chat with us right now, stay exactly where you are. Uh, Bardic Inspiration is going to be coming up right after this. It's a little bit of a shorter episode. It's going to be a request episode. So get your favorite songs ready and put it into the chat. And uh, Jason might play them. So stick around for that. But that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, take care of yourself. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment.